Hey guys, it's John with the John Olson Show, and today I have a special guest, Daryl Johnson. Hello. Hey, Daryl. And Daryl's a self-defense coach. I never get the name of the style of... <laughs> My primary system is Krav Maga. Krav Maga. Yeah. Gotcha. And I was telling Heather, it always sounds to me like it's a country and Western singer. <laughs> I guess it could be, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so, and we also have Heather, our co-host. Oh, hey, hey, how hey, you Heather, doing? How's it going? <laughs> awesome. So, um, Daryl, tell us a little bit about what uh, what you guys do, what your business is, and and uh, how you guys uh, interacted with the folks in the East County. Well, the business we have uh, primarily works on self protection. Fitness is a big part of what we do as well. Uh, Krav Maga, and we also do jiu-jitsu and similar styles. Is we're all about self protection in the reality sense. So it's not a martial art like a karate school or a taekwondo school. It's <clears throat> very direct, very realistic, very you know non pretty. Gotcha. So it's it's functional. It's not about scoring points. It's about getting away or leaving an impact on someone so they let go or something like that. Yeah, correct. The, the whole goal is to make sure our folks are learning safety. Uh, techniques to keep them safe, whether it's evasion or detection, early detection, or obviously interaction in a more violent sense. Where that, did uh, Krav Maga come from? It's based out of Israel. It's what the uh, Israeli Defense Force uses for their hand-to-hand training for their soldiers. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So is it named after a person? No, it means contact combat. Oh, okay. It translates gotcha. in Hebrew. <clears throat> gotcha. Okay. I just thought maybe, you know, it, it Where actually did you came train? from Texas or something. Uh, my first experience with Krav Maga, I trained out of the, the Worldwide Center in, back in 2001. Uh, at the time, in America, that was really the, the only major um, training center that you could actually be certified in. And there was a few small ones. but uh, And then as time goes on, obviously, it expanded. Uh, but um, that was – I went there. Luckily for me, I didn't fly in. I could just drive up. And, oh, it was uh, up in L.A.? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's up uh, in the Westwood area. I think it's still in that area. I think it's moved since then. But – that was the headquarters where they would certify instructors if you come from another style or if you wanted to learn that system. And it was, you know, you do seven, you know, seven days of six, uh, consecutive training and then they would test you and you would, you know, be sore as hell and you would, uh, and, you know, hopefully pass your test. You can teach your own members. And we would do several sessions of that as, as the years go on. So and do you have to be like recertified every certain number of years or any of that kind of stuff? It depends on the organization. Now there are several organizations out because it's been a long, long time. And like for my, my system, when I teach my instructors, they got to recertify every two years. Okay. So gotcha. they, they, you know, good, things do change. The thing about Krav Maga is different than a lot of martial arts systems is it's constantly evolving since it's our goal is self-protection and not a style. So like a, there's a lot of the stuff that I teach now 20 some odd years later that is different from what I learned in the beginning. And it's, it's not that that stuff in the beginning was bad. It's just threats evolve. Science evolves. Uh, we learned a technique that, you know, is m- more readily accessible to maybe somebody who is not as athletic. Gotcha. So it's more situational also. So people find themselves in different situations than they did maybe yeah, five so, years ago. Uh, yeah. Well, for example, like when I started Krav Maga, mixed martial arts as a sport was just becoming on the mainstream horizon. I'd have been watching it for a long time, so that's my, my, what I do. But when I started Krav Maga, it was still like, you know, when it was banned in most states and you had to get, you know, some kind of satellite feed from overseas to watch it. But now MMA and jujitsu are pretty ubiquitous. So <clears throat> a lot of the, the, the stuff we work for, like if you're taken to the floor or if you're on the ground, has evolved since there's such a proliferation of those skills in martial arts now. Gotcha. So then you have to learn new techniques because mm-hmm. more and more people 
are watching it or participating Correct. in it. And so that their, uh, their skills evolve. So you have to change yours as well. Yes. And, and the other side of that is since there's so many more people that are in that system, we are now exposed to different techniques that we didn't maybe haven't seen because it was a very niche kind of activity. So now we have people that do Krav Maga that also are MMA champions and they coach. And so they, Hey, here's how we solve this problem in, in our sport. And what we do in our system is we do what we call pressure testing or we call combat at zero where, okay, we have a technique. We want to change it. Maybe it's a handgun defense or so we get the, the full padded assailant suit out, helmet, chest gear, the whole nine yards. <clears throat> and then we, we basically will try, try the technique out. How does it work now? It's so you got a guy or a person yeah. stand in this suit. It's like the one that the German shepherds from the kind <laughs> yeah. of like that, like a like, bear suit. Yeah. Like that, but it's all, all over. So okay. groin. And then you just beat the crap out of him. Excuse me. You, yeah. you, you practice your, your skills. Well, that's the objective. And, uh-huh. and so now it's important. Remember that no technique always works. Sure. And, and some techniques will work, you know, sometimes. So we do this, we'll do the technique. We'll, we'll do the one we maybe we've been doing and we'll see it. Okay. Like maybe out of 10 times it works six. Then we try the next one, and maybe that one works eight out of the ten times. So that would be a you know then we have obviously dip, you know big people, small people, women and men, and that's how we determine if we take a technique out of the system. It has to be a reason for it. Everything about Krav Maga is is everything is there for a specific reason. If something is in there, it's for a reason. If something is not in there for a reason, like I've done martial arts for a long time before I even started Krav Maga, and, <clears throat> and there's techniques that I that I do and I know that are good for a specific situation but really don't fit in the Krav Maga system. Maybe it's like I, when I train a security officer or a bouncer, there's a different kind of uh, engagement policy than if you're walking down the street and somebody you know jumps yeah, out and pulls them out. Because they have rules they have to follow if yeah. you're paid security or something like that. Correct, correct. There's a, you know, there's a you know, force continuum you have to follow and make sure that you're not you know, using the patrons and avoid lawsuits for the establishment. Or if you're a police officer, you know, we want to make sure that they have the the best skills to manage in a way that is proportionate to what they have to. Right. So you have to stop the threat, not necessarily eliminate the threat. Correct. Mm-hmm. And, and obviously if I'm, as if I'm a law enforcement officer, I have tool belt, I have pepper spray and taser and wet gun. And <clears throat> if you're the guy getting out of work, you know, you don't probably have any of that in California. You almost certainly don't have any of that. So. Right. I guess in, in the County, there's only like uh, 8,000 people that is that what we learned the other day? I don't yeah, remember yeah. exactly. Yeah, I mean, where the CCW, there's uh, really uh, yeah. Oh, that's a out of three and a half million people. That's maybe it's eight thousand people that are applying in the system. That's yeah. I think that's that, that could be. So good. I have a question. So sure. what if you're not in the best physical shape? You have classes that are more geared towards. Do you have to look at me when you say that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so you know, people of all different mm-hmm. um, fitness levels, because. Yeah. Well, we expect most people when they come in are most of the folks are not going to be in great shape. We get a few few of the like oh this guy does CrossFit and he jumps in there and obviously he'll have an easier time. But Krav Maga is not a martial art. It's not based on athleticism as much. Like we don't do a lot of kicks to the head, and you know we don't expect you guys to you know beginners to be able to like go five rounds on a bag. So the idea is just to get away. Yeah, well, it's it's to solve the problem. Getting away would be optimal, but what if you're with your kids? Sure. You know, so okay. it's, you know, so ideally if you can avoid any kind of contact with another with an adversary, that's the best case scenario because nobody takes damage. <clears throat> but if I can incapacitate and stun and you know, get away, that's good. But if the, if I have to then incapacitate the point where the person can no longer function, then that's an option I have to go to. It's so um, 
a lot of self-defense I've, I've seen over the years is like, oh, stun and run, and I'm going to hit him and run away. And well, what if the guy runs faster than you? You know, what if he's Makes wearing, sense. you know, tennis shoes and I've got like, you know, something else on, you know, maybe a skirt and pumps or something like that, you know? Hey, you, it's, it's you, fine. <clears throat> you, know, you we're take not judging. the pump off and you get yes, him with it. Yes, you get him with it. I would recommend <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so um, it, it's, it's self-defense and Krav Maga specifically is a, is a problem solving program. The problem is, okay, I have a threat. I have to, now can I deescalate and get away? That would be optimal. So a, a big part of what we do, <clears throat> excuse me, is, um, noticing threats before they happen. So if I watch somebody, I, uh, where are their hands visible? Are they blading their body? Are they fidgety? Are they making eye contact? You know, are they sweating? So there's a lot of pre-contact cues that can help me not even have to worry about the self-defense physical part. <clears throat> if I can just recognize a situation, go, this guy looks like trouble. I remove, remove myself from the situation. That's a lot better than like, oh, I can beat this guy down and elbow sure. him in the head and knock him out. Gotcha. Okay. So you give, you have classes, like people sign up and go a couple times a week or once a week or something. Yeah. The half of our program is, is ongoing classes. And most of the people come in about twice a week. We have some that come more and we have some only come in once a week. It depends gotcha. on the schedule, but you know, once a week is fine. Twice a week is pretty good and pretty average. You make good progress and more is better if you can, if your body can handle it. If you're a beginner, I think it's better to come in twice a week. So you're not you know, overly sore and you're not like, so your recovery time, you, you get you get all the soreness done in a short period, correct? And then and then you can continue yeah. to learn the the skills and the techniques. Yeah, because if, if you're coming in and you haven't worked out in five years and you're coming in three times a week, I mean, and the classes are they can be vigorous, you know, then you're so sore you, you can't get dressed. And all you think about is how miserable you feel. Sure, <clears throat> that's the truth. Fitness too, like when I do fitness training, back when I started in back in the nineties, it was it was a badge of honor if a trainer if you could make your client so sore they couldn't get themselves dressed the next day. Yeah, that yeah. was like yeah, I win. <clears throat> that was the system. <laughs> People have matured. Yeah, as, it's as that whole no pain no gain thing. Correct. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I want you to feel like you're getting benefits, but I don't want you to be crippled. Sure. And you're going to work tomorrow. You got to work tomorrow. You got to get your kids ready for school. You got to <clears throat> do these things. So and crop of training is. You know, it's it's striking. It's it's some grappling. It's it's you know, some classes are very technical and they aren't too demanding physically. And some are like you're you're doing a lot of hitting and you know sprinting. And it's important that when you learn a move or a technique, you can do it under adverse circumstances too. This is where like MMA and jujitsu are often a little different um, in the way they're taught. Is you know, if we're doing a, a, a MMA sparring match, you know, I'm, you know, you're not maybe the same size, you know, we've got, we're going to go, okay, we're going to go for two minutes and, you know, we're going to go light, you know, so we have this kind of understood rule set. Um, but I have to make sure that, you know, Krav Maga is like, okay, it's a 110 pound female versus a 200 pound guy. Is she going to square off and duke it out with them? Well, that would be silly. That would be, a, sure. that would be, you know, but, that, but, you know, we have to do it. Or, or maybe you're tired. Maybe you sprinted a little bit. Maybe you had to defend yourself against one person and you take care of that threat and someone else shows up, you know? So we want to simulate the, the kind of fatigue and the stress and the adrenaline that you'll get under an actual um, attack because you're, they're never going to attack you when it's good for you. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah, we learned <laughs> that a couple of weeks ago with Joe. Yeah. Yeah. So that you have to make sure that you um, are managing the, the situation to make sure if you have an out, like you were saying earlier, mm-hmm. that you aren't a victim. Yes. And so you can stay away from it. And, but if you find yourself in a situation where you maybe you're surrounded or you're cornered or um, you just weren't paying attention, then you have to be able to react and, mm-hmm. and do what you need to do to get to safety. Yeah. And, and, and our, again, although we spent a lot of time working on 
physical techniques to extract yourself situation or do damage, our hope is that you don't have to, but you have to be prepared for that. It would be nice if we could just always talk our way out of the situation. And as long as you're not a total hothead, you usually can. There's a couple really like, basically, uh, you know, if you don't do things like insult the person, you know, you don't escalate the situation. Oftentimes you can, you can actually get out of the altercation with that minimal damage. Like if somebody wants pulls a gun on you, wants your wallet. Well, is there anything in your wallet that's worth getting shot for? Well, no, it's, it's all replaceable. So if they want an item, and, you know, I mean, obviously your ego takes a hit. You're like, well, sure. I'm not going to give my wallet to this guy. But like, you know, what if you take it? Let's say you get shot and you survive. Okay, well, now you got $30,000 in hospital bills. You're out of work for two weeks. You know, maybe you can't use your left arm ever again. You know, so the risk to benefit analysis quickly assumes like, you know, hand-to-hand altercation, you know, going, you know, uh, hands-on with somebody is the last case that you want to have, really have to be faced with. Sure, but you want to be ready. You got to be prepared if, for it. If you have to. Oh. And that confidence also makes a difference too, because now you know there's a, there's a possible option. You're not a helpless. It, it's it's like there's a, there's a quote it's like you know you know it's if you are if you want peace because you're you're helpless, it's different than if you want peace because you're able to extract violence. Sure. You know, so if you're helpless, you just have to wish and hope, and and maybe the bad guy will go away. But if you have the capability to defend yourself, you know that I want peace, but I am willing and able to actually have a an altercation that may get me out of this. Well, and I would I, say you carry yourself differently. Yeah, I was going to say that those, your confidence level goes yeah, up. Yeah, so when you, can you come across differently. Yeah. So maybe you don't like you stand up straight, mm-hmm. or you come across as a different person. You don't appear to be a. a you're good not victim. as good yeah. a target. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. Well, and, and in my year, I've been teaching martial arts for over 30 years now, and one of the biggest benefits is the fact that the ironic thing is that the better you are, the less you have to use it. Generally speaking, sure. Because of that, because now you have the confidence to make eye contact with somebody who might be a potential target, you know, or a potential uh, offender and you carry yourself with confidence. And again, predators, they don't, they want to seek the easiest prey. So if there's 10 people walking down the street and, and you aren't the victim looking mental person, you're not going to, you're not going to uh, be victimized uh, very often. I always use the the two guys in the bear story. It's like these two guys are out camping, you know, they're, they're getting ready for bed. They put the fire out. You know, they're, and all of a sudden this, this grizzly bear jumps out of the bushes and starts charging towards them. And they're like, oh my gosh, we got to get out of here. So they turn around and run. And, and one guy reached down and grabs his shoes. His friend goes, hey, what are you thinking, man? You can't outrun that bear. The shoes don't matter. He goes, hey, man, I don't want to outrun the bear. I just got to outrun you. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so that's, you know, because a predator is going to prey on somebody. And that's the unfortunate reality of, of human existence since the beginning of time. It's my mission to make sure the folks come in, come in contact with me and train with me and our and our team is that they are not the easiest victim to pick from. So it's- do you have people like from all <clears throat> ranges of age groups and ability levels and skill levels? Mm-hmm. I know there's a, uh, a lot of folks don't want to go to a gym where, you know, everybody is all dialed in <laughs> and they, you know, they feel like the, the old fat guy there. Not that I would know. Yeah. Um, well, I, yeah. I, I, I hear you because uh, like, I, you know, I'm, even though I'm a relatively athletic and confident person, when I do a new activity, I, I never fear about getting injured. I always am afraid of like looking like an idiot sure, and, and being the, the clumsy person. And, you know, uh, like I've, I've done yoga classes before, which are, and I'm like, I have, I'm like the one guy that's I'm on the wrong foot, you know, and, and I'm, that's way more intimidating to me. And like, okay, this guy is 200 pounds, you know, and I'm 190 and he punches like a horse. That doesn't even bother me. I don't want to be the idiot. And I don't want to like, you know, 
I'll tell you another story. I was visiting a friend of mine years ago. <clears throat> she was uh, she had moved. She was an MMA fighter, and she uh, invited me to her gym to do a seminar. And uh, the day after, we were doing a workshop, and this is in Mississippi, and it was like, it was it was literally a heat wave. It was incredibly incredibly hot, and the air was like having a washcloth over your face. It was so humid, and it's like my mission in class was just there was this 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 you know young guy who was really heavy set. I go, I. I I just want to outperform that guy because <laughs> I am dying here, you know? So uh, yeah, we have classes for beginners. And again, and, and it's an important discussion to have when someone starts, whether it's physical fitness or martial arts is like, look, this is a new activity for you. I know you want to be the guy or the girl and you want to be awesome, but you have to understand that I want you to baby step your way into it. So not only do you not get sore and miserable, but you don't injure yourself. And then I go, Oh great. I went to this Krav Maga class and I, jam my finger. Now I can't, you know, write for a week. Uh, so it's a discussion. And this is way more of, of an issue with, with guys than, you know, cause guys have the ego and sure. You know, um, I want them to have a good time. Uh, like we do a fitness kickboxing class and it's, it's, it's a great workout. And a lot of times I'll have a woman who will be like, Oh, I'm bring my husband today. And the guy walks, he's like, you know, seven women in class and you know, they're not all, they're not all fit. You know, they're all levels of relative, you know, some of them are a little overweight. And, and so these <laughs> these guys will often like just go, just go full, full bore. Or they want to make the loudest sound on the they bag. They want to make the loudest sound and they aren't going to let these quote, I'm using quotes. I don't know if you can see me. Soccer moms <laughs> outdo them and they are just beat. They're, they're dying and they never come back, you know, cause mm-hmm. they're, cause, cause they're, they're humiliated. Cause they're humiliated yeah. and they're out of breath. I tell them, I go, Hey, it's, you know, just ease into it. Have some fun. Learn this, learn the techniques. Cause in our, even our fitness classes, we teach actual techniques, you know, but uh, yeah, so that, that level idea is important because if you don't ever start, you never get good. Gotcha. And so you have to be, as an instructor, it's, in my opinion, it's important to like make sure people, they, they onboard themselves in a way that where they, they understand what's happening, they get benefit, but they aren't going to have. So they're working effect. at their own pace yeah. kind of thing, how, how they need to like one day a week or two days a week. Uh, do you guys have an open gym? No, no, everything is scheduled. Everything's scheduled. Yeah. Okay. Well, cause uh, one of the reasons is if you ever, if you ever know, I don't know if you go to, to regular gyms is years ago, most of the gyms you go to would have heavy bags hanging sure. in there. And they're very few of them do anymore because somebody walks in, doesn't know what they're doing, starts banging, hanging back, jacks up the wrist you mm-hmm. know, or breaks their toe. And I understand that because, you know, um, you know, it's so it's easy to do if your technique is not solid. So we, everything's scheduled. You know, we have our regular classes. We do our seminars. We do one-on-ones. We do privates and semi-privates as well. Like if a, like a family wants to come in and go, Hey, I want my husband and I and our, in our, our two teenagers want to want to do stuff, but we can't make the class times. Well, we do stuff for them, you know, and then it'd be specific to what they're doing. It's like, like when we do talk real estate or like, Hey, specifically, I'm going to be in a room about this size a lot of the time. And I might have this threat. Whereas if you're a you know bank teller, you have a different set of threats. Sure. So yeah, but yeah, it's important that, that we have a beginner level class, just beginners. I mean, our advanced students will come there sometimes, but we still, still do the beginner stuff, which is always important to never forget that foundational, skill set that you let you learn now you, you're in the heart of east county right right off of uh bradley street yeah we're right off bradley in the 67 okay so just uh i think that's west west of the 67 yes no we're east of it east sorry yeah i was on the wrong side so you're not on the gillespie field side yep. you're right on across the, from that. the buckboard barbecue side yes, yes down that way so yeah. there's a if you know where the dmv is we're like a quarter of a mile down the road from there just cool. just if you just head down bradley awesome Good deal. And how can people find you? 
Uh, our website is IYC Krav Maga. IYC is, is a short for in your corner because we want to make sure that you understand that, you know, you have to fight the fight, but we're going to help you get there. Sure. So IYC Krav Maga is, you know, our website. Uh, I'm Coach Daryl Johnson at gmail.com. They want to reach me directly. And our phone number is 619-379-1605. And you onboard people all the time? Yeah. They're, they're we have open enrollment. So we, we're taking people all the time. And we start at age three. You know, we have our, our, our mini Krav and our mini Krav, little Krav, and our Krav kids. Do you guys get to wear a uniform? Yeah, we, our uniform is what I'm wearing now. It's a BDU and a shirt. So our uniform is very similar. to It's a military style. Sure. So, and that's the way um, you're training in something that's very similar to what you do in everyday life, as opposed to like, okay, now I'm going to come in and wear, like I do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu as well, and we have, you know, the gi, which is like a pajama, you know, mm -hmm. and, it's, you know and it's cool. But what I'm wearing now is what we train in. Because that's probably that's what you're going to be. Correct. Yeah, you're not going to go home and put your pajamas on so you can yeah. defend but yourself. No, but if someone breaks in your house in the middle of the night and you're wearing pajamas. You, know, you hope you're wearing pajamas. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Depends what, I guess if it's summertime, maybe. <laughs> awesome. Well, Daryl, thanks for coming in. I really appreciate it. It's uh, great to uh, see you again. We've uh, known each other for a oh, long years, time. Yeah. yeah. And uh, really uh, hope that this takes off for you and uh, you guys uh, have uh, continued to run a successful oh. business and help people protect themselves. Thanks, John. I appreciate it. That's our mission. Thanks. Awesome. Thank Good you. deal. Thanks, guys. We'll see you at the next one. See you at the next one.